Welcome, collectors, to another episode of Go GTS Live for Thursday, July 14th, 2016, our 16th episode. Can you believe it? I'm your host, Rob Bertrand, at VOTC on Twitter. Joining me, as always, Isaac Lovegren. Thank you, uh, Rick Bertrand. Uh, I actually have to go because there's a squid sculpture a block for me, so I'll be back later, all right? Uh, for those of you who may not have caught that joke, Ivan threw me under the bus this week. I, got, I did a video on those MLB oh, premium joke. sports artifact figures, and I called, I called Jacob DeGrom Jason. And, and Ivan was so kind to point it out. Um, actually, let me point out, Ivan waited a very long time to point it out. And Ivan actually tweeted asking if he should point it out. And Which, in fact, all, pointed it all, out. Of all videos to make that mistake on, I'm going to find that one right now because it's still going vi- Like, it's gotten extreme exposure. Oh, and I know. About Last time I saw it, was like 7,500 views. And I'm like, you know... When my when my wife makes a mistake at work, you know, her and her boss know about it. When I make a mistake, thousands of people know about it. Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, was that on, that was on the GTS one, right? That's why I can't find it. I'm looking at the wrong one. Um, yeah, yeah, seven seven point six k. So. <laughs> And everyone knows that Rob doesn't know how to say Jacob. But, uh, oh, wait, here's one. Well, Hold on. Regardless of uh, that subject, we have a good show for you in store tonight. If we you're watching going... and not staring at your phone the whole time like me. That's right. We will be joined uh, in a few minutes by George Nadeau, manager of product development for Cryptozoic Entertainment. Ooh. We'll also be joined by Mike the Beard Fruitman, owner of Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Colorado. Uh, we'll give away a couple MLB Premium Sports Artifact figures. Ooh. It's the least I could do since I got Jacob DeGrom's name wrong. And we'll have a brand new episode segment of Hot in the Shop. There are six or seven trading card releases and three memorabilia card releases next week. It's a very busy week. Got a special product preview and a joint partnership between TriStar and GTS to bring autographed memorabilia to people who can't make it to the national. Uh, And we'll talk about some hobby happenings, including the Panini America NFLPA trading card index for the second quarter. But to kick Hey, Rob, do you know how these lures work? Well, to kick things off, we are going what? to talk about Pokemon, Pokemon Go. This, this oh. is... I would show you a screenshot, but it's green, so... This is taking over... I mean, it, it's, it is white hot. It is crazy white hot. If you're not familiar with Pokemon Go, this is a app that you can download for Android or uh, Apple... And it allows you to find and catch Pokemon figures. But the bigger deal is how retailers are using it and how they can use it. And if you're if you own a local, you know, LCS hobby shop, 
and you're not doing this right now, I mean, number one, if, especially if you carry Pokemon oh products, gosh. you have to be. And if you don't know how to, we've got a complete guide on GoGTS.net to show you how. But how convenient. Ivan, tell us a little bit about just this phenomenon and how it's kind of taken over social media. Well, it's, I mean, it's pretty simple. It's a, it's an app that's location based. And so you actually have to get out and hunt or find or draw out the Pokemon. Now you can also pay for lures, which will enhance the likelihood of Pokemon coming towards you. That's, you know, how they make some money, but that's where the business part of it comes in but it's so it connects to your gps and your camera and so then when there's a pokemon near you you have to hit it hit the button on your camera to go live and then you got to find the the pokemon and not only find it but you also have to catch it by throwing a pokeball at it sometimes two three four five times um so it uses so augmented in, reality a hundred percent yeah um and I, I was resisting and I was mocking people for it. But uh, then today I had a breakfast lunch with a guy in the gaming industry and I realized, you know what? I just have to do it. I got to figure it out. Um, I got to at least know what it is since I'm going to be talking about it tonight. And, you know, you bring up such a great point. And I love hobby shops. I love LCS. And I try not to call them out about not being on Twitter or not doing social media. You know, if you're happy with what you got, that's good. But you've still got 36 hours before Saturday. There is no reason why on Saturday you shouldn't be buying $20 worth of lures, letting your customers know on social media the day before, and having a Pokemon special. Because what better place to benefit from this than a card shop, a hobby shop that sells physical Pokemon cards? You get people in the store, then they start looking around and they say, oh, there's real Pokemon cards too here. They're going to get distracted for 20 minutes and then they're going to have their parents buy them something. Absolutely. Like I mean, you are the, it, you are where Pokemon started. If retailers like bakeries and cafes and CD stores and shoe stores are using it, guess what? None of them sell Pokemon products and they're getting foot traffic from this. You actually carry. I'll tell the you what; they're going to be selling Pokemon products yeah, pretty right. soon. <laughs> Every single old Navy, Hollister, uh, grocery stores. There's going to be Pokemon candy, um, but so, uh, it's crazy. Nintendo's stock has almost doubled. Oh, it's unbelievable! I mean, they have more users right now on that app than Facebook and Snapchat. And if you are familiar mm -hmm. with those numbers, I mean. We're talking mind-boggling, and this has been in the course of just a few days. So, listen, even if you're not into Pokemon, but you have a card shop that you frequent and support, share this with them. They'll have questions, mm -hmm. direct them to GoGTS.net and check out our complete guide for retailers. It is an absolute no-brainer. So, uh, that's that's that. We're gonna We're going to switch gears here because... We are going to be joined here on the hot seat by George Nadal. <laughs> Nadal, excuse me, manager of product development at Cryptozoic Entertainment. And he's got a ton of stuff to talk about, including all their upcoming products, San Diego Comic-Con plans, plans for the national. And we'll talk to him about, you know, what it takes to build out some of these products. So, George, welcome to the program. Thanks a lot. 
Nobody told me about the hot seat, though. Well, that's what that's what uh-huh. we call it because you just never know. Now, we'll oh, take it easy on you. Look at him. <laughs> He's sweating already just because of how hot that seat is. Was and I had to turn all the lights on. I'll, I'll manage. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, before we get into some of your plans for a couple upcoming events, you know, one of the things that collectors, especially of entertainment products, which is what I prefer to call them, because I like to just describe a product by what it is and not by what it isn't. So that whole non-sport thing just kind of sure. rubs me the wrong way. So sure. let's talk a little bit about, all right, for example, Gotham. You guys have big plans for Gotham hitting August 31st. Mm-hmm. When did you guys come to the table and say, we're going to do a Gotham uh, trading card product? How long ago was that? Um, it was probably the beginning of the year. Okay. We, uh, even if we're personally excited about uh, a product or a property, uh, we know that you never know how long it's going to last on TV. And once a show leaves TV, it leaves con- the collector's consciousness and they're moved on to the, the next thing. So once we're uh, pretty secure that the show is going to live for a, a su- subsequent season, you know, then we'll, uh, we'll make a bid for the license. Okay. A lot of times you guys uh, pursue a license, like you said, after it's been on at least a season. Is is that the rule of thumb mm-hmm. or do you like to see it go two and renewed three or is there a rule of thumb you guys use? Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say there's not really a rule. Maybe um, there's some more discipline nowadays. In the beginning, for example, uh, The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead was not The Walking Dead when we got the license. That was a gamble. Um, obviously, the, the comics were big, but the show, it wasn't even on the air yet when we got that license. So um, instinct, just uh, risk-taking sometimes. Sometimes we're very disciplined. It, it varies. Okay. okay. With regards to how you guys put a product together, obviously, you know, one of the core pieces of any trading card set in entertainment is the autograph checklist. Sure. Mm-hmm. It, when it comes down to it, how do you guys decide to proceed or not if you can't land, you know, X percentage of the main cast, or do you just roll with what you've got at some point? Um, it's it's very complicated. It depends on uh, the studio. Um, there are some uh, studios that won't allow us to contact any talent until we've signed the deal. Oh, okay. And that means we've had to put up the minimum guarantee. That means we, we've already committed to doing the, the, the product. Um, on rare occasions, we will have the opportunity to reach out um, to talent. For example, uh, Orphan Black, Tatiana Maslany. Uh, we weren't going to proceed with that unless we knew she would participate. So in that case, hmm. uh, we did reach out. And once we had confirmation that she'd participate, uh, we uh, got the license. Um, there's there are a lot of complications with uh, talent. There's uh, most favorite nation issues, uh, publicity departments and marketing departments, and uh, they're concerned about egos. Um, no. So our hands are pretty tight. Yeah, shocking, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's So uh, sometimes uh, it's a choice between uh, one talent and another. Um, it's very complicated. Okay. Sometimes a talent won't participate unless other talent participates. Uh, it's it's much more complicated than people think. So whether I'm so, sorry, the question was, oh, oh, 
whether we, uh, when do we decide to move forward right. or not. Um, like I said, often we are, we're sort of committed before we know. That's most often the case where we're, we're already committed. Um, and then we do the best that we can to get as much talent as possible. Um, I, I read the message boards and uh, I know that some people suspect that we're holding things back and that's never the case because we never know if there will be a follow-up set. So we know if the first set doesn't sell well, there won't be a second set. So that's not our uh, attitude. Um, and so we do as much as we can from the first set. Um, and sometimes uh, people who don't sign for the first set may come around for the third or the fourth or, and so on. So we do the best that we can. Um, sometimes we're, we're committed because of the minimum guarantee that we have to put up, up front. And uh, we let the, uh, what do you call it? We, we do the best that we can. How frustrating is it when you guys are able to land the star like a Stephen Amell for the first series uh, or the first season release, but then won't sign for subsequent releases after that. Actually, mm. actually, we have not. Um, he did not participate in the first oh, set. He didn't. Um, has not participated. No, he did not. Um, it's very frustrating because obviously we know uh, it's called Arrow and he's Arrow, um, but uh, <laughs> we don't we don't give up. So until until the last minute, and collectors know sometimes our, our release dates are pushed. We push until the last minute to try to make deals. We uh, I'm speaking generally, not about um, Stephen Amell, but we will uh, do whatever we can to make it um, exciting for them. Maybe uh, donations to their favorite charities. I mean, <laughs> we, we we're creative. We support we support if they have a Kickstarter. Uh, We'll do whatever we can, try to find a way to make something uh, attractive. Um, and then ultimately we, we have to release a product. But we keep trying because so, we're, we're doing more sets. And so every time we start fresh and we try again. Um, so let me ask you uh, two questions I have. Don't forget you're on the hot seat. So some of these questions are gonna be pressing <laughs> and surprising and you Got are it. not prepared. Got it. Um, so the first one is uh, just a technical one. This one's an easy one, actually. So Orphan Black. Mm. Tatiana plays like seven of the lead characters on that show. So do you have to get seven times as many of her autographs? Um, uh, we don't have to, and we didn't. <laughs> we got a lot of great versions. Okay. We, we have variants for uh, many of the characters, many of the clones. Um, we think collectors will like that when we uh, finally, finally release that set. Excellent. All right, hot hot seat question number two. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna demand from you because I saw we posted a, a Gotham video and you guys did some great support oh, for that as well. Oh, uh, great video! It. Thank you. Yeah, um, but uh, one of the comments I saw in response to that was, "Come on, the autograph checklist, though." Mm. Now I know that you guys release more names as you get closer, but you got to give us at least one great exclusive name that we can say right now to really push that some. You mean one that we have not released? Yeah, let us know. Come uh, on, George. Who's in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, uh, you can't say no. Uh, you can't say no. Yeah. Um, it's just we don't want to sell something that we don't have in our hands and, and in possession and control. We don't want to. We want to uh, have the most integrity that we could possibly have. And suggesting we have something that we don't, it's just not our policy. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you that. Uh, currently, we have looks like ten. We have announced ten signers, 
And our list, it's about 22. So I know that there's in that group of 12 more that we're expecting um, some signers that people will really like. That's all I'll say. Fair enough. Stay Bet, tuned. Ben McKenzie uh, being one of them, them, everyone hopes, right? We uh, we will we announce them within hours of getting them, so everyone will know as soon as possible. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I guess Sorry. since you've sent us some great boxes over the last couple of weeks, we'll forgive you this time. But thank you. You can't go chilly on the hot seat, George. You yeah, know that. Did you see? I mean, our, our Walking Dead. We had an Andrew Lincoln autograph and a bonus relic yes. card. We had a in the Summerhalder. We had Ian Summerhalder. Vampires. Yeah. So that was cool. Nice. Absolutely. And I know our Justice League box seemed like there was more, more like it seemed more packed than the the basic box breakdown. It was like mm. there was like two extra inserts, and we had the box the topper. The box so topper though that we've was had some that good was a luck. late announced release, wasn't it? Because I didn't remember seeing those blank sketch cards on the original. Uh, product solicitation, those oversized five by sevens. Mm. It's possible. Okay. Okay. A uh, couple big things coming on for you right now, uh, real soon. San Diego Comic Con and the National. Let's take those in order mm -hmm. with San Diego Comic Con. Sure. What should attendees expect from Cryptozoic? What can you share with us? I'm going to show a lot of stuff to you real quick. Okay. Um, it's not a lot of uh, trading card stuff because it's hard to schedule a uh, trading card release um, at the same time as Comic-Con, but we've got a lot of merchandise collectibles, so I'll show you them mm, real awesome. quick. I choreographed, so let's see if this works. <laughs> All right. Nice. Look at that so, setup. Here we go. Um, we've got some convention-exclusive Mighty Meeples. They'll be available via retail uh, later after the show. Um, these are convention exclusives right here. Uh, there we go. Oh, wow. They're one-inch cool. wood. This is uh, obviously DC Comics. And here, this is hey, uh, so Ghostbusters. Sweet. Those will be available at uh, Comic-Con. Um, we've got at the Loot Crate booth, there is this lady. She'll be... Uh, exclusive to a loot crate Ooh. um these are uh, currently available at walmart but um, we'll have them available at our booth um 115. here's a preview a pre-release you, you can buy these um at comic-con at our booth 115 a seven inch vinyl the dc bombshells uh th there's yeah there's uh three in this series one this is harley quinn there's wonder woman and um, catwoman possibly Mm, I should look that up. Um, I'll move on. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Harley Quinn uh, Hula Girl. These aren't often um, branded, so this is really cool. Nice. This is a 14-inch comic book spinner rack. I love that. These are replicas. These are replicas. Oh, that's cool. Um, pretty cool. And uh, nice. Batman 66 uh, Batmobile. Awesome. Oops, there we go. Awesome. And then to the cards. So um, oh, you yeah. were mentioning, I, I heard you were talking about Pokemon before I uh, joined you. Um, I was going to say that the best way to locate us is we're next to um, Xbox at, and Capcom. 
on the floor in one at one fifteen. But we're also next to Pokemon, so I don't think anyone's going to have any oh, difficulty boy. finding us. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry, I have some glare here. So if you uh, have your phones out, which you might have at the Pokemon booth, um, come by the. Uh, Cryptozoic booth. We'll have a, a QR code posted. Um, scan that, and you'll learn how you can enter our giveaway. There'll be um, giveaways daily for trading cards like these, or actually these trading cards. Um, we have autograph cards from our library, uh, sketch cards. We've got an incredible uh, Tony Perna. Oh, nice. This will be one of the prizes. So we got a lot of um, cool stuff that'll be given away. Katie Cassidy is oh, kind of popular. Lover. And, nice. and uh, we have uh, we just finished our um, case check for Big Bang Theory, which we're releasing uh, twenty the twenty seventh, so a week after Comic Con. But these are from the case check, so these will part of the, be uh, part of the giveaway as well. It's a Bob Newhart autograph. And then uh, we have game demos upstairs at the mezzanine. Um, for Adventure Time Card Wars, this is a promo card. And um, if you go up there, you can pick this up. And it, there's also a coupon to a 20% off coupon for Cartoon Network products at our booth. Sweet. And if you go to the, our booth and ask for Randall, he will have this Gotham promo card. Selena Kyle. Is that one of the metal ones? This one is okay. not metal. And then lastly, uh, we have uh, we're, we've released several of the um, the classic uh, Batman sixty six oh. cards, um, and here's nine more, and they're going to be available at three different uh, dealers. I don't know if you can see those, oh, yeah. so please visit those dealers. Um, yeah, hold that right there and ask them hold about the, how you can get it right them. Right there. Oops, right yeah, there. Triangle cards, uh, somebody non sport cards, and. Marks, non-sports cards, and juniors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. Well, let me just tell you the the we love those, and I'm sure you probably know that. Like George, how often do you do you get love for these products? Because our chat room is blowing up with everybody just, ooh, I want that one. Ooh, I want that (laughs) one. Like, do you ever have any doubt with these? Like the way you guys put, I mean, you put great attention and detail into Mm. them. They're they're not like some of the cards that we used to get when we were young, where it was like, just right. slap pictures from the movie on them and, and get going. Right. Um, uh, yes, there's doubt. Um, the one, uh, I, I love Outlander. I think it's a fantastic show. Um, I, I know the fans are rabid about it. Um, mm-hmm. Are those fans collectors? That's the question. We won't know until we release the set and until we uh, market it and make them aware of it. Um, so I'm nervous. Not It's not about the quality. It's about who our customer is. Okay. Um, yeah. It sort of skews female. Obviously, uh, in our, our hobby, most of the collectors are male. Um, we're going to see. Well, I know we've got three females in the chat room right now that are showing lots of love to you right now. So oh, great. <laughs> um, we're even seeing with the show. Um, in fact, one Jordan, she came in a couple of weeks ago cause we were opening one of your boxes mm-hmm. and stuck around. And she's been in the chat room for the last three weeks now learning. She's like, I know nothing about sports. The first time she steps in, mm. what are you guys talking about? And I was, I typed, I was like, just hang on. We're getting to the cryptozoic in a minute. And now she's in here every week. Lots and lots of fun. Um, But everybody just loved that preview. They all were hawking or harking for different things. 
Um, looks like you guys are really prepared. I, I didn't want to interrupt you before we ask before we go on to the national. Oh, but sure. I, I mean, I, I can, you, can have... you top that? Like, not at all. <laughs> that was um, amazing. <laughs> um, I, I'm often asked though what's going on, and I always respond everything all at once. <laughs> so, and it's never been more true than right now. Um, in between uh, releasing three products last month, and then the Big Bang at the end of this month, and then Walking Dead Part Two. Uh, season four, part two, in the middle of next month, and then Comic-Con. I haven't really spent much time preparing for the National. Um, I will say that uh, we'll be in the GTS, uh, the Breakers Lounge. Um, Ooh, fun. Yes, it's, I, I love going, um, and uh, we will have a promo card. Let's see, we'll have, uh, have an, another Gotham promo card. Let me find the right one. That Daryl one so, last year was sick. Which, there was uh, a Daryl Walking Dead one oh, that you right. guys did last year, and it was so this, absolutely Alfred. sick. This will be the, yes, um, that'll be from us, the Cryptozoic table at uh, the National, and then GTS will have an exclusive, which I think will be popular, Sweet. Oswald. Oswald Um Yeah, I haven't done much uh, thinking about it beyond that, honestly, but I will after Comic-Con, so please yeah, come. Yeah, one thing at a time. Well, listen, I know, I know you've got a ton on your plate right now. I appreciate you carving out a few minutes to talk all things Cryptozoic. Our viewers love it. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we let you go? I think that's okay, enough. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm off the hot that, seat. Exactly. Oh, I had like seven more questions ready, but that's okay. <laughs> I know you got to go. I know Comic-Con is right around the corner. So we'll have to have you on again so we can ask all the product development questions and all of that and, sure. and digital app questions. Come ready to answer awesome. those. Okay, we will well. see you in, in a couple weeks at the National. Thanks for coming on, everyone. Yes. George right. Nadeau, Product Development Manager at Cryptozoic. The one, the only. Thanks, George. Awesome. Thank, thank you. Wow. That was a lot to Absolutely digest. Awesome. So much good stuff. I'm I know. And we even had people in the chat that are like, no one's ever been this prepared. That was awesome. How we had the whole table ready to go. Um, really, well, really the, great. I just, I want to hear more and more and more about product development. one of the best things about just, a video show is that we get to see this stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Is San Diego Comic-Con something that you will be able to get to? Nope, not going to be able to make it this year, unfortunately. Uh, I know it's weird because it's right there, but it's just not as not as easy as you'd think. No, I, and, I mean, um, believe me, living in Chicago and all the things that were happening there, I couldn't get to all of them either. So I, I get that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have, and because I, I want to give you time to do your magic, you know. Um, oh, I got I got some magic so going on tonight. Actually. Uh, we can streamline hot in the shop as best as possible with everything we have oh, that's gonna be going tough. on with that. But uh, we have two uh, Imports Dragons MLB Premium Sports Artifact figures to give away tonight. Ooh, and fun. And basically what I want to do, I mean, you decide how to do this, but I'll tell you. Which two are we giving away uh, tonight? Prince Fielder. Okay. Who in the chat room likes Prince Fielder? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Prince so we got Fielder Prince Fielder. And, and who else do we got there? Zach Greinke. 
Zach Granke. All right. Well, I think that we got to do a uh, giveaway. Also, did we we gave away a Josh Donaldson already? I've been getting like seven different people. All right, want let's Josh just give Donaldson. three away. Here's Josh Donaldson. But, oh, do we yeah, have we'll Josh give, Donaldson? We'll give oh, three away. How about that? Okay. Yeah, because people were tweeting about him. I know David Rowan was tweeting, and two other people were tweeting, and now David's in the chat room asking. Um, unfortunately, uh, we did have a Kershaw, but we gave it away already. Uh, wait, wait, Dan wait, Noy, wait, wait, see wait. You asking about that. Let's give four away. Oh, do no, we have the Kershaw? No, we, we didn't gave give away the, the Kershaw? Kershaw, but I have one more, Johnny Peralta. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're giving away four. Rob, are you going to unbox them first? Because people do like seeing you play no, with dolls. I'm afraid I might um, cut myself. So what I've heard is that they're... Are they a little smaller than McFarlane? Just like a little smaller? I saw someone slightly, post something about yes. that they're on our slightly video. Slightly smaller. So slightly smaller than McFarlane. But, and no offense to McFarlane, but I feel like these are more detailed. That's just me. But I feel like these are more detailed and better quality. Um, but yeah, so we're giving away four. But, oh my gosh, um, how am I going to count all that? Okay, so, listen, we're going to throw up a tweet. Tweet's going to announce that we're giving away four. Right? So there's one that says we're giving away two. Ignore that. We're going to give away four. We're going to give away four. But you must be in the chat room to win. So, how you guys can enter. You're going to have two chances to win four items. Um, in the chat room, type your name. And no, don't worry, we're not going to open the. Uh, we're not going to open them. That was just a joke. Um, so in the chat room, type your name. And then there's a really fun tweet that just went up. Oh, look at that! I love having a team says, oh, wait, we're giving away four MLB Premium Sports Artifact figures tonight. If you guys are on Twitter as well, go retweet that right now for an extra chance at one of these four. Who's doing that? I see Oz's name. I see Chris Jordan typing Oz's name. David, Daniel, Brad, Chris. No, that's Trevor typing Chris's name. Stop typing other people's names, people. No, I love you all. I like the discussion. It's exciting to see you guys popping off in here. So we're going to give away four of those figures. Um, I haven't seen them as close as Rob, but Rob, to me, they do. I mean, I don't want to crap on anybody, and starting lineups are my all-time favorites anyways. I've got a whole shelf of them up here. I wish I could show you guys. Um, I'll be prepared like George next time. Uh, that's what we're going to call it when you're super prepared. You're pulling a George. Um, and I'll have my starting lineups down here to show. But those look more detailed and a bit more like dignified to me like more of like a something you could actually put on your desk at work and not be embarrassed necessarily is that would you qualify him that way you've no, seen him I, close. I, I i proudly display mcfarland's i i i i don't know if they're i think they're on par i don't know if they're better i think i think if you're a fan of mcfarland you're going to be a fan of these Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So also, if you are just coming in now, if you saw the tweets and you're just coming in now, because I see that we're up like, uh, well, we were up six people and then three more fell out. So much for them. They're not winning a prize. Uh, type your name in the chat room to enter. And everybody that's already typed 
your name, I have that. But if you have not already, type your name in the chat room to enter to win one of four Imports Dragon Major League Baseball official official figurines. Um, we've got Josh Donaldson. We've got Zach Granke. Was that Yadier Molina? Johnny Peralta and uh, Johnny Peralta. Yeah, whatever. Prince Fielder. They're the same same person. And then Prince Fielder. Yeah. Um, so lots of fun stuff to go on there. And uh, Rob. So again, type your name in the chat room. I see two more just entered. If you want an entry, or you could go retweet that tweet for an additional entry. But do you know what tweet it is? No, because you just showed up for the prize. And you haven't been watching the whole time. I see you. <laughs> I see you like the NSA sees you through Pokemon Go. So why don't you go shut off your phone and cut your cords, cut your cable, and just get off the grid. We're, we do need more Cubs. We need in more about 10 minutes, we're going to be joined by Mike Fruitman from Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Colorado. Uh, Ooh, an LCS owner on the show. He can give us the skinny on all the things that we conjecture about LCS and how they get run. In the meantime, we're going to give you guys a product preview of a an interesting opportunity. Uh, Product preview is a little bit of a tease in the sense that TriStar is obviously running the autograph pavilion at the National. Uh, there's a great article uh, up on gogts.net from Kelsey Schroyer about and uh, talking with their CEO, Jeff Rosenberg. So if you're, you want to know all the ins and outs and what's happening, be sure to check that out. So they've got over 130 uh, athletes attending. GTS has partnered with TriStar to provide a wholesale opportunity for sign memorabilia jerseys helmets photos whatever you name it so a lot of times what you see at the national is your local card shop doesn't necessarily attend they're not taking a week off and going or even setting up a lot of times they got customers that they got to deal with and business back home but it doesn't mean that they have to miss out on the opportunity to acquire autographs from some of the players attending so tristar and gts have partnered to provide this exclusive opportunity so if you're interested in finding out more about the athletes that will be in attendance check the gogts.net website and contact your local card shop letting them know hey gts has partnered with tristar to get autographed memorabilia of this guy and i want it and they can contact us, place their order, get it for you, bada bing, bada boom. How cool is that? Hmm. That's ridiculously cool. Yeah, that's something. We should ask Mike how cool it is. Brand or, new. you know what, I, I wonder, how do we get more, uh, how do we get more hobby shop owners listening? Well, I think. You know, because it'd be cool to have their thoughts in the chat room on these things that we a spouse and say uh that's always a challenge you know we we talked about that uh when we did the radio show and i think one of the best ways is for collectors to tell their shops uh obviously we do some marketing to let them know 
and no i think it'd be great to get some some feedback from shop owners as well and we're going to be able to shortly here with mike because uh he's an extremely proactive uh retail owner uh he in fact they've just moved in this year to a much larger facility which you don't often hear about you know it's not often you hear about a new shop opening or a shop increasing its footprint and so when either of those two things happen somebody's doing it right so uh, we'll be joined mm-hmm. by Mike in a few minutes. Rob, uh, based on that TriStar, though, we are getting some questions about sure. the National. And as an experienced Nationalian, uh, I think that you can probably answer because, well, well, the first I'm one is about you. Rob, are you getting a Ripken Auto? And I would like to add to that, Rob, are we getting Ripken on stage? Uh, I, I I doubt it. I mean, I would, I would love to. Oh. But... Uh, I have Ripken autos. I'm content with what I have. Uh, Interesting story. A couple years ago in Cleveland, I was out back. uh, I was actually just finishing taking a smoke break. And I was walking in the back exit door. And who walks right out and bumps into me? Cal Ripken. He said, excuse me. I said, no problem. (laughs) I I said, thanks for coming. He's like, oh, it's my pleasure. So um, I actually got to meet and interact with him for a few brief minutes. And uh, I'm also cheap. His autograph is expensive and I'm fortunate enough to already have a handful. Um, so no, I will not, not be, but uh, so that's that. I do have a Jersey that I would really like an autograph on, but uh, I don't know. Well, uh, you know, we should push to get him on the stage then. Tell him, tell him Ivan's pushing to get him on the stage because they might, you know, like just be like, oh, well, Ivan's a blowhard. And so then they're like, well, we'll get him up there, um, have him open some packs. And then you can just sneak that jersey across and be like, oh, by the way, I think this was supposed to be signed by you like 10 years ago and you missed it. So oh, my get that taken care of. friend, I think I'm going to have to do a little bit of education with you on just exactly what transpires on the stage and how hard it is to pin down some of these athletes unless they're scheduled well ahead of time. But. Uh, if I could make it happen, well, I would love to make it happen. That's what TriStar is for, right? TriStar, show us that this partnership matters to you. <laughs> get Cal Ripken on stage for Rob. And I get Chris Bryant the, next year in Chicago. The peer pressure myself. is just excellent. Love it. So I think that, uh, well, we have a few new people in the chat room too, which is kind of fun um, because there's some collectors that have been in some previous shows. But I want to make sure everybody has a chance to uh, – Enter so type your name in the chat room if you have not already to enter to win those MLB premium MLB premium sports artifacts dragon premium sports artifacts is the brand name. Uh, also, I know somebody asked if they were going to be doing retired players. We don't know a lot about this product. All we know is what we've gotten so far because it's a brand new uh, product licensee, and um, this is their first year. But we are hoping to have them on the show sometime very soon. Hopefully, I don't know if they'll be at the National or not, but if they are, we'll get them up on the stage and be have a chance to finally ask these questions. Because we have a lot of questions about it, too, but they've looked good yeah, so I, far. On the uh, GoGHS.net blog is a, a post, I think it's called uh, A Closer Look at MLB Premium Sports Artifacts, which lists Series 2. Right As of right now, no retired players on the Series 2 list either. So... We will find more information on that as as we can. Uh, Joe, did I hear that you said we're good to go? All right. 
Uh, on the hot seat, we are pleased to welcome the owner of Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Colorado, Mike the Beard Fruitman. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've uh, just been a little bit lazy over here. I'm working so hard at the shop, I just don't have time to shave. That's a good thing, though, right? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. Well, as always, I appreciate you taking some time to talk with us, uh, frequent guest of the radio program, and always good to see you at Industry Summit and other events. But uh, first time appearing on our new video show. What do you think of this? Um, oh, I, my I gosh. Just, I hope I'm not scaring too many people away here. Well, I I did I didn't have the video feed on you until just now, and yeah, I I was like surprised because all I saw was the beard in the frame, uh, but our producer has it cropped up fine um, now. So, but uh, yeah, you're a man. And like a good LCS owner, you've got some quality branding going on in the background there. Uh, you're you've always been in tune with. I mean, you jumped on social media right away. You saw the power of Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff, and have had good success. And so much so that I know that this year you guys moved to a much bigger location. Tell us how that transpired and why you decided to pull the trigger on that. You know, we're very lucky. We've got incredible collectors who shop at our store, and we we do between trade nights and drawings and other things. We've really been able to get a great selection of the Colorado market, and uh, space opened up. That it's got hardwood floor, six ceiling fans. It's, it was one and a half times the size of what we had before. And the, the last one was kind of like a submarine. You just walked in, and there wasn't any place to go on the sides. And eventually, I just became like the fat guy in skinny jeans. It just it wasn't going to work anymore. So uh, now I'm the fat guy in a, in a fat jeans. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now. You One of the both. things that you guys have done in the past that I've noticed, um, tell us a little bit about the, you let collectors come and to your store on occasion and set up their own little table and have your own little kind of card show. What, what's that all about? You know, it, it was kind of came around. There was a guy who did shows in the Springs and they, and, and he was in the shop. I was trying to figure out, obviously it's a bigger space. It's costing me quite a bit more to be here. And I'm thinking, okay, and suddenly people aren't going to go, well, you know, he's in a bigger place. I normally spend 100 a week. Well, let's spend two. So it was a matter of, okay, what else are we going to do? And I, I'm not into the gaming. I, I like, don't get me wrong, I, I'm into the Pokemon and I sell a lot of magic. But in terms of hosting, we really don't. So that was one of the things that I thought about doing. You've got a guy in the show, in the store, he does shows in the Springs. He's looking for a place to do them in Denver. And you know, the, the store wasn't filled up. And he goes, you know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you know, I'm looking for a place to do a show in Denver. And it was kind of one of those things where, on cue, the light bulbs went on in both of our heads. And we're like, let's just do it here. And he's like, what? Why would you do that? You know, why would you let people come into your store? You know, it's been one of the best things we've ever done. We've done two of them so far. We have one coming up next week. Uh, Saturday the 23rd is going to be like the craziest day we've ever had. We're going to have uh, JSA is in the store. We're going to be hosting Denver Bronco. Benny uh, Fowler is going to be doing an autograph session. We're going to have an eight-table card show. And if that wasn't enough that night, we're going to do one of our two monthly uh, trade nights. Wow. So I'm guessing I'm going to be doing the Red Bull around 9 in the morning. <laughs> Something harder than I don't know what's going to keep me going. Gatorade, IV drip around five. But uh, yeah, it's going to be one of our craziest days ever. And it, it's just growing. You know, I walked around the, you know, to all these guys on the first day and I'm thinking, oh, geez, you know, they're doing horribly. They're, you know, I, I don't know what it is for them to do a good show. I don't know what the numbers really have to be. And, it, you know, the thing dropped at five and around four o'clock, I'm walking around and everybody going, hey, you know, 
you guys want another hour? You know, what can I do to make it good for you? I'm like, when's the next one? I'm like, wow, okay. So this is going to be our third card show at the card shop. And it's just a natural draw. I mean, we do great things on the weekends anyway with our weekly drawings. And we always take pictures of our guys on Saturday, uh, Saturday success at the card shop. And, it, you know, you look at the register on the day we do the card show, and it's decidedly different. The guys who set up, they can sell anything they want. You know, anything that they're selling that's autographed has to be fully certified, and they can't sell boxes. So they really can't compete with the shop. Singles are a big percentage of what we do, but uh, it's nowhere near what we do with wax. And if these guys want to set up and, and you know pay for a table and set up in the store, we've got 2,400 square feet here, so we can definitely accommodate eight tables. We can probably squeeze t 10, um, but eight's a good number. I don't think we want to push it. Plus having JSA and a, and a Bronco and a trade night that night, uh, we got enough going on. Sounds like it. Very, very cool. Yeah. Um, so it's funny. I'm sorry. I'm getting talks from right. other guys who own card shops. I'm like, okay, so should we do it? And I, if you own a card shop, it's definitely something you should try. I, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of trying anything. It's a, if it's a good idea, make it fail before you don't do it. And I, I so, wish we had the space in the last door, but here we definitely do, and we're going for it. Very cool. Yeah, we're seeing lots of people in the chat room saying trade night would be fun. Oh, I wish there was an LCS near me. Nice to see a brick and mortar surviving. Uh, one guy saying is his LCS trade night sadly never took off, but I like the way that you did it where you, it sounds like you actually give them a whole space. It's not like just show up with your box and trade with other people. It's like, no, you own this. And now it's your job to get people there if you want them to trade with you. Um, that said, I have to ask, are you doing a Pokemon Go event this weekend? Uh, we are not doing a Pokemon Go event. Um, we, we've done some restocking with our Pokemon. Um, I, I've got an eight-year-old daughter. Believe me, I know all about Pokemon Go. Um, mm -hmm. the, the restaurant about five spots down from me uh, is a Pokemon Go location. And I, I did some looking today, and I, I applied to get one. I, I think it actually should be like an automatic. I mean, it's great that a restaurant got it, but I sell the product. They should be selling. They should be you know, putting bodies into shops to actually support this. Um, and, and hopefully that's something you can get around and do. Um, I, I, it's been interesting the last you know week with uh, Pokemon Go. Um, it, I'm in favor of it. You know when I when I had the shop early on, there was you know there was Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic was always such a strong thing. I never got into the Beanie Babies. You know in the last ten years we really haven't seen anything outside of cards that's really pushed card shops. And I'm hoping that this is something that helps my shop and obviously other stores as you well. You bring up a good point. You shouldn't have to apply and register. It should be automatic. Any place that sells Pokemon ought to be a Pokemon a Pokemon stop. I think they call them Poke Stop. Well, that that does make me ask a question, and this is might be a question actually for our producer in the headset, which is, are the cards at all connected to the to Niantic, who's making the app? Because these are the cards is a licensed product of Pokemon. The game is a licensed product of Pokemon. Are those two separate licensees just never talking to each other? Because that could be a very clear issue with that. Yeah, that could be. That very well could be. Yeah, and we can't hear. But that's that's my thoughts. But um, going off of that too, though, you do know. Uh, sorry, I, I don't mean to suddenly become a cheerleader for the thing I've been making fun of for the last <laughs> three days. But uh, you know, I've been seeing businesses around here in Los Angeles that they're not a location yet, but they still are spending twenty dollars on lures. And advertising that because there will be Pokemon chance chances in the shop, um, and we're seeing coffee shops, clothing stores get these big boosts in sales because people are in there. I think uh, that might be another way to go. I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I, somebody's going to obviously piggyback on this. There's going to be another one of these or another item, another brand. I think it'll be really interesting to see where that goes. And 
you know, if, if there's the opportunity to buy in, to be part of it, I, where do I send the check? Absolutely, right? Yeah. So taking a look at your customer base, what is, to coin a phrase that we both use, what's hot in your shop? Um, you know, we're very lucky. I mean, fortunately, we've got all four sports here. The Nuggets took three guys in the first round. I think we would be selling basketball cards. Uh, it'd be nice if the opportunities existed where Panini could do a, a release set around the time of the draft. Unfortunately not. Um, we just got in Goodwin and uh, Champs today, so we've seen a good run on those. Uh, Top's Tribute came out yesterday, and you know they're the loyalists who came in for that every day. Um, but really, right now, uh, football and hockey are really kind of pushing it for us. Obviously, selling a lot of baseball. It, it, you know, I'd love to tell you that one's like dying, but this year's actually been one of our best years of basketball in probably a decade. Um, I don't know what exactly to attribute it to. I think you know part of it is I think people are finally grooving on what Panini's doing uh, with basketball. I mean, obviously, with their limitations, they can only do so much. Um, but I think that they're doing a great job. Uh, it's definitely resulting in sales. Uh, beyond that, you know, when the Broncos drafted Paxton Lynch, that was going to be like one of those moments, like. Where were you when Reagan was shot? Where I remember where I was. And I don't know if he's going to have the type of career that makes it so worth it. But I remember being at this restaurant, like keeping him open so we could watch the TV, the draft, when the Broncos traded up. And and I've got a, you know, he's, my son's 13. And when they draft, when they announced that the Broncos took Paxton Lynch, I was like, okay, that's cool. And he's jumping around because he knows, like, hey, dad's going to have a really good year. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he's like jumping around in all the restaurants like oh wow he's a Paxton Lynch fan I'm like no he just knows dad's gonna like dad's okay for the next year you're going to college <laughs> um so our 2016 football sales have been monster and a lot of that's been bolstered recently by the uh, Panini Father's Day we had great success with that it's one of the strongest promotions between that and uh, obviously Panini Black Friday um it was a complete sellout we actually got rid of our last packs yesterday so uh, and I we had four percent of the packs come through we had over 1600 of them this year uh, and that's just due to our collectors stepping up and you know, having the confidence that we're going to be able to go through all that. And, and obviously, good product works. I mean, I wish I'd ordered another five cases of the uh, the USA Soccer from Panini, those sets. I had people like dying for those, and they had never bought them before. They One of the things about this promotion that always works is that you know it's introducing product that people are familiar with, but a lot of times people take a chance on a release. Sometimes they just fall in love with it, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, okay. Sure, I didn't sell a single box of it before, but obviously I wish I had another four cases of it. You know, talking a little bit about football there, from a LCS owner standpoint, what was your reaction when you found out that uh, the the league was going with an exclusive licensee? Um, you know, I think you guys did a great job prepping me. I'm not allowed to use profanity. Um, <laughs> I leave it at that? <laughs> um, you know, expecting people to like come in and start only collecting panini it's kind of like if you love bacon and suddenly bacon goes away are you going to start loving sausage and go oh well you know all these years i've been wrong don't get me wrong in the last few years panini's taken some great inroads um and their high-end products have been much better received than they've been five years ago six years ago so they've definitely developed a following um but i've got folks who are coming in still who just aren't aware that they're not gonna be able to buy tops this year they're not gonna be able to buy tops chrome this year we're still fortunately getting sales out of you know their trips um, because we're able to show them products that you know maybe they weren't checking out before. But uh, wow, uh, I mean we've been this through this before, and you know I, I remember when Donners League Playoff Score lost the baseball one in 2005. I'm like, oh god, I, I understand licensing. I get it. Where if somebody's going to offer you two and a half times versus two times what you're getting, I, look, the job of everybody at everybody at, at the leagues 
and the players association is to keep their jobs. And if they go say, look, hey, we got an extra five million or whatever the number is, they, of course, look better in doing it. Um, you know, I asked folks from the NFL this year in Hawaii, you know, the amount of consideration that was given to the benefit that would, you know, would this move benefit card shops? Uh, someone else from one of the manufacturers handled the question and I think handled it really well in a way that that answered it for them. Um, is this a move? Are you, are you asking me if this is a move that's going to help the hobby shops? Yes. I'm in Colorado and I don't get stoned enough to say yes. <laughs> it, it would take me, I, I work concerts, so I mean, I get a little bit of a secondary whiff. It would take me becoming a hardcore uh, marijuana user and catching me at the right moment to say that this is a benefit for hobby shops. Now, that's how it stands today. If Panini comes up with some programs that go beyond what they're currently doing, um, if the products are better received, um, and obviously what makes a year, I mean, you, know, you, you could have done everything you tried in 2013, nothing was going to work. If, if the top quarterbacks, if the, if the Cowboys running back, if Paxton Lynch, if these guys emerge, it, it's going to obviously soften the blow. But the guys who come in and buy three and four cases of Topps Chrome every year, and, uh, you know, I, I, who said it? You know, Larry Bird ain't walking through that door. And well, it we does. Can have, Fair enough. Oh, well, I was just going to say, doesn't it doesn't it help a little bit that uh, at least they're modeling every single card design after what Topps has done? Um, I, I, are we saying that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery? I mean, Prism, you could say, has some similarities to Chrome. I, you know, maybe. Um, you know, I, I, I was... I, I do these live things at night, you know, on top of social media. Like, like working 10 hours at my shop isn't enough. I go home and I pick up collections and I do live feeds at night. And I had a prism card the other day and it was kind of like, I was catching myself. I was like, wait, 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 it's not a red refractor. It's a red prism. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a creative idea. And I obviously don't blame them for running with it and trying to do something similar. Well, let me also ask you this, because I know something else that you do, um, and we talked a lot about um, like the trade night and the things you do for collectors in that sense uh, in your shop. But I'm really curious because I see you posting some amazing athletes in your shop all the time. Uh, well, what is it like for you? Like, how do you get those things set up? And, you know, do you target guys that, you know, are sort of in your price range or, you know, I see some guys that should be out of your price range, I like to think, you know, and it's amazing that you get them in there. Um you know, what's that system like and, and how often do you do you have a schedule where it's like we need four guys a year or, you know, break down that you whole know, process for me. It, the first actual signing we actually did was provided by Fleer Skybox in 1997. We had a, a quarterback who, or excuse me, a wide receiver who was uh, from the University of Colorado. Um, he became a little bit more notorious for off the field activities. Uh, first name Ray. <laughs> So anyway, that was our first autograph session. We've, we've done a little bit better since with who we've brought in. Um, you know, we're fortunate at this point where there are there is a monthly card show in town, but they don't really look at bringing in athletes. Uh, the Denver Autographs is out here, and they bring in a lot of the massive names. I mean, they've had Von Miller and Demarius Thomas. They bring in some really good names. And I don't want to say I'm, like, picking up the scraps, but we've got you – know, we, we pay our guys well. They show up. They're treated like royalty. Um, our guests at the event having a great time. We only had one time where somebody didn't get an autograph. We hosted uh, Trevor Story uh, the second week of the season. And that was put together mm -hmm. by Topps. Great job putting it together. And, um, you know, he had to leave at a certain time. And, and the response was so overwhelming for that that we did have a number of people who weren't able to get autographs. But that's the only one time. So since then, I mean, we've got Benny Fowler coming in. We just had uh, uh, the catcher for the Rockies, Tony Walters, in last week. Um, and he was he's a great guy. And, and 
you know, hosting the autograph sessions, I'm, I work concerts and I work sporting events. I work at Pepsi Center. So meeting an athlete for me is just, it's nice. You know, it's, it's a great opportunity for my kids, but it, it's more important to, to give my collectors an opportunity to do something they couldn't do. One of the things we did with Tony last week is we actually went outside and played catch. Um, I saw that actual <laughs> wow. a bunch of years ago where for $100 you can meet Dan Marino and for $50 more per inscription. But for $200 more, you could catch a ball thrown by Dan Marino. Awesome. And, you know, it's one throw. But like for some people, that's like an incredible experience. Absolutely. So we had it set up. You could go outside and play catch with Tony. And a number of people took us up on it. And, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like the, it's like Wayne's World. We were out there at the parking lot because he didn't want to throw in front of the store and break any glass. And we're yelling, car! Because <laughs> you know, we got cars in the parking lot. It's literally like Wade's World. We almost had to move the dead. Um, but it what do you create experiences like that? I, I mean, we had Brad Hopp in here right in uh, 2007, right before the Rockies got hot and made that run. And I'm on the phone with his agent. I'm like, okay, we want to play catch. And they're like, so what do you want to do? Uh, catch. So what catch? And I'm thinking like, oh, my God, this guy's dad never played catch with him. This is horrible. Um, but, yeah, you know, oh, wow. I do explain what catch was. Um, but, you know, doing the autograph session, so many people will look at it and go, okay, well, you had sold so many tickets to so much and you did so well and you sold so many pictures and so many things. I, for shops to just minimize it and look at it that way, I mean, part of the reason the National does autographs is obviously to get bodies through the door and, 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 and obviously to, to sell tickets and to get people those experiences. But, you know, how many people go to that event specifically to meet Barry Sanders or their favorite athlete? And that's one of the things we really look out and we take advantage of it. And, we always have to make sure that the athlete promotes the shop, so they'll announce it on, on social media before they get here, which is incredible advertising. Um, we also make sure that they run a spot. We, we get them for 10 seconds going, hey, you know, when you're in town, go to Mike Stadium Sports Cards. You know, he's got blah, blah, blah. He's got all, you know, 8 million cards, whatever. Um, and think about it this way. What does it cost to get somebody to come out of your shop, a local athlete, and, and to get them for an ad and to get a camera crew and whatever? And that's something we get as part of this as well. And we get folks who, who promote our events for us. We'll save the first 50 spots in line for folks who go out there and promote our event and say, hey, share it on social media, tag us, and, and you can move to the front of the line. So the advertising isn't the way it used to be, where you used to have to run a spot in the newspaper and put it together, and it's $500 for two days. I mean, you could do targeted ads on Facebook for much less than that, get a much better response. I told you this guy knew what he was doing, Ivan. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, I Oh, I also have just a few people. They got excited. Like we have another hobby shop owner that's in the chat room. So he's helping explain some things too. But people asking, do you ever go outside of the region? And how is it way harder to get outside of the region athletes? You know, do you, do you find a good draw? Or is it because of your region? You're like, well, we want Rockies. We want Broncos. We want Nuggets. Uh, um, Avalanche. We've only hosted local guys. Uh, we, we won a promotion through Upper Deck and Cam Neely came by the shop, which is awesome. That was great. That was one of our springboard events where we started our email list. And that was like 2001. Um, no, we were very lucky that, you know, and when guys do signings for us, we send them back with business cards. And, you know, we're, we're able to, we're at the point now where we get agents calling us more than we're actually reaching out. I mean, right after the draft, I tweeted to Paxton Lynch and, and some other guys. And this is really a Broncos town. So being able to get somebody like that would just be a monster event for us. And, and it's hopefully something we'll still be able to do, but, um, I would love to bring in outside guys, but, you know, I was talking with, uh, there was a wrestler I was always a big fan of who does signings now, and I broke it down in terms of the airfare to bring him in, and he didn't want to sit in the back, uh, putting him up for a hotel and all the other ancillary things. Like, it would have cost me, best case scenario, I would have lost $2,000 in the event. And it would be really cool to hang out with that guy and get, you know, three hours with him and provide that for my customers. But I'm, I'm just, 
I'd, I'd rather bring him somebody locally who I know I'm even the, the worst case scenario isn't going to be so bad. Absolutely. It makes sense. Um, you are always a wealth of information. I appreciate you taking some time talking with us before we let you go. What's one bit of advice you would share with your fellow card shop owners who might be catching this down the road? Well, uh, First thing is, well, if you're not sure, try it, or at least check with somebody who has. Uh, you can guys, anybody can call me. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. I'll be glad to respond to any question. You know, my joke is like, you know, the first rule to somebody who wants to open a card shop is kind of like, look, if you have to go pee, go pee. Um, <laughs> beyond that, it's <laughs> sorry if you don't. The whole world shows up. It's like ordering hot food. Um, you know, I, you know, when in doubt, check it out. If you if you haven't done it before, I mean, I was nervous when I. You know, sign my first contract, and I'm thinking, oh, geez, I got to pay this guy two thousand dollars to come sit in my store, and am I going to make any money off it? You know, set yourself up and, and try it. You know, give your collectors a fun experience, and it's going. I can't say it's going to work. I'm, I've been very lucky. I've got folks who who really love supporting the shop. I've got guys who who don't even like that athlete or, or that specific team, but they feel a real commitment to the store. And if we're going to try it, they want everything we do here to succeed. And we had guys who showed up for Tony Walters who weren't necessarily Tony Walters fans or weren't necessarily Rockies fans, but they just have that sense of community about the shop where like almost anything we do, they want to support it. It's just an incredible feeling. That's awesome. Well, Mike, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us. I'm sure we'll have the opportunity to do this again. And uh, best of luck to you on what's going to be a very busy weekend for you. Oh, Absolutely. I have one quick question. Are we going to no. see you at the National? He's too busy working. I've never I made no, I, I always go to I always go to the Vegas or Hawaii event. I love that, and I would love to go out to the National. It's in Atlantic City. Hey, I love to gamble. You can all hang out at the, the blackjack tables. I have to kick me off so I can make it to the morning sessions. Um, I would love to do it. I'm not going to be there. I'm already looking forward to coming back to uh, Vegas next year. So hey, hopefully, I'll see you guys out there. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Mike. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Oh no, thank you guys. Thank you. All right, that was Mike Fruitman, owner of Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Colorado, otherwise known as The Beard. It's been fun watching him on social media grow that out. He, like I said, Ivan, he is, uh, he's got it down. He's, he knows what he's doing, and it, it's good to see someone with the passion that he has. You know, he's obviously got a, a great oh, yeah. um, insight into business in general. And, and that's what's important is that, you know, you may be you may be able to tell me every card number of the 1952 top set. But unfortunately, in this day and age, if, if you're not a good business person, you're not going to be around. So oh boy. It, it's fun talking to them in, in, in that regard. What if what if you can't tell anybody from the 1952 tops list and you're a bad business then person? You're just absolutely screwed. But like I said, no, you're not going to. Then, then they have you host the stage at the National. You're That's what they do then. At the right? National. It's very, very few. If you see the dealers and stuff, very few of them actually have. Um, I, I don't want to say very few. They're either big enough that they can go and set up at a show and keep people back to keep their store running like a Dave and Adams. But, you know, Mike's the guy. He can't close up shop. So, and I think that's indicative of a lot yeah. of stores, but good stuff talking with him as always. Well, I get that. Well, hopefully he'll continue to grow as he has, and uh, maybe next year he'll be able to make the shorter trip to Chicago. What do people such. think in the chat room? Good stuff? 
Oh, they were going crazy. Yeah, and we had uh, we've got a guy from a shop in Illinois, uh, Stephen from Stevens Collectibles, who's a GTS customer, in fact, uh, who's been watching the show for the first time. And he's it was fun because he was telling us some other stuff uh, that was not being, you know, like he was answering the questions, too. So you got to see two shop owners perspectives at once. So that was really fun. Um, and, yeah, people were really excited, wishing that their LCS did so, some of those things or saying they were going to take some of those things uh, to their LCS. So, again, LCS. to our viewers who are not in the chat room right now, that's one more reason you need to be in the chat room. Not only is it the way that we can interact with you directly, do giveaways, but you miss additional content if you're just watching and not in the chat room. So a reminder to do that. Uh, but Speaking of the chat room, do we want to give away some away, stuff? Let's give away two figures now, and then we'll do hot in the shop and give away two more figures. How about that? Okay. All right. Um, well, I did my first random of the evening, and you will have to type in the chat room which one you want from our figurines. So that way we know you're still here. Um Oh, sorry. I, I just got distracted for a minute, too, because in the chat room, uh, Mike Estrich just said, I've helped my LCS with upping his social media game, and he, the LCS owner, literally has had a huge increase in business and attendance at his card shows. Um, so it's it's just really cool to know. Um, it's all about community and support. You know, that, that, I mean, that can happen. So. Always, and Tracy, always has and always will be a foundation of the hobby, no matter what happens online and, and whatnot. Uh it's an important part. So that's good to hear. So, um, but yeah, so we do have some winners to announce, uh, for the first two. It's not just about tweeting or Facebook either. So many other tools to use. That's very true. So for the first two, the very first winner is Cody Cardinal, 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 Cody Cardinal. So let us know which player you want in the chat room right now. Show that you're still there, too. Um, Cody Cardinal, tell us if you want the Prince Fielder, if you want the Josh Donaldson, if you want the Zach yep. Granke. Or no. the Johnny Peralta. Yep. Or the Johnny Peralta. Isn't it Yanni Peralta? Because he's always tired. <laughs> um, so you've got those options. Uh, also, Rob, I um, I saw that our Twitter guy caught on to this, too. Um, there is a Jason Grom that is a pitcher in the minor leagues that just moved teams today. Oh, actually. that's so who I you weren't entirely was. off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So I, I wanted to just give you that, that, uh, little thing. Um, and after Cody, the next winner is Kyle, Kyle graph. So Kyle, tell us who, and actually Cody hasn't answered yet. Oh, but we are on a delay. People are just now congratulating him. I forget about that with the chat. Um, so, if Cody doesn't respond, then Kyle gets first choice, and we add another winner. Um, but right now, Cody and Kyle are the first two winners. If you have not... Oh, Cody just called the Josh Donaldson. All right. Way to go, Cody. You didn't pull a Tracy and leave the chat room and lose your prize. Um, so, Kyle, Josh Donaldson's off the table. You got Prince Fielder, Zach Granke, or Yanni Peralta. Johnny Peralta. Um, and everybody else, if you have not entered already, because I have the first round of names... Type your name in the chat room to enter to win the last two, one of the last two, Imports Dragons Major League Baseball Premium Premium Sports Artifacts. Sports Artifacts. I knew there was a word in there that's fancy and that I forgot. It's got a name. Um, 
Also, McManus, I just saw McManus tweeted something. Uh, he did a retweet there. Uh, if you are watching McManus, don't be afraid. Just because we gave you some crap and the chat room gives you crap now because you won a couple times in a row, uh, don't be afraid to enter, man. You're you're valuable too. No one can win too much. There you go. There you go. So yeah. All right. Uh, we got we got a yeah, segment let's coming shift up. Gears and get to hot in the shop. This is a busy. Oh. I'll look ahead at next week's new releases, Ivan. We're going to have to switch off. I'll kick things off and let's alternate because oh, yeah. busy. we have six trading card products and three memorabilia card products. So, hot in the shop for the week of Monday will be the this 18th. Week. So, products releasing next week, starting with Panini's 2015-16 Noir basketball cards delivering a combination of seven autograph and memorabilia cards in every box noir's basketball presents really unique designs Ooh. with uh, just a star-studded autograph checklist including you know mandatory rookies draft picks veterans and retired players uh new to, for this year are nba championship tags uh so yeah, Ooh. look for one of the year's most sought-after memorabilia cards featuring each franchise's legacy with the Larry O'Brien trophy patch showcased prominently on the back of every jersey. So that's cool. Uh, Noir allows collectors to decide how to collect their favorite rookies. Well, what do you mean by that, Rob? Well, two versions no of each rookie card, a color version and a black and white chase. What do you think of that? So kind hmm. of unique and loaded with on-card signatures. Again, look for seven autograph and memorabilia cards, a combination thereof. Three boxes, a case, one pack, 12 cards. So this is obviously a case-breaking geared product. So I am sure you can start scheduling with your favorite group breaker now. Is that yeah? That's your that's your cue. That pregnant pause. Um, Speaking of pregnant pauses, uh, no. uh, So also from Panini, and this was interesting. I I wanted to maybe ask Mike about this, but you know we haven't heard from Tops what their actual plan is. If they're just avoiding football one hundred percent, it's been hopefully by the national we'll have some info on that. But yes. This happened in baseball and in basketball and in hockey, and we've seen how companies have dealt with it. And another product that's hot in the shop this week, and they've done a great job with their baseball so far this year, a surprisingly great job, is Panini Donruss Optic Baseball Cards. Never heard of it. Yes. Yeah. This one, uh, and again, go to gogts.net slash 2016-donruss-optic-baseball-cards backslash. Uh, I hate all those dashes. Uh and watch the video because there's a great video that uh oh no there isn't yes there is i'm just gonna fire myself now oh maybe my server's just not <laughs> loading because you know my server's <laughs> overloaded um i have a big black box with no play button uh so yeah so the video's there should be seeing it maybe now in your in your little pop-up screen but this product 12 boxes per case 20 packs per box four cards per pack Reminds me a little bit of Clear Vision in that, um, except that the difference here is that every box has two autograph cards plus six hollow cards, as in hologram, not as an empty. <laughs> Ten Diamond Kings, 
two Diamond Kings, Hollow Graham, 20 rated rookies, five rated rookies white, four additional parallels, and six inserts in every box. Diverse numbers. content. But what do these actually look like? Yes. We want to see what they actually look like. So check out that sell sheet. Oh, Back to the Future autographs featuring the chicken. So that theme continues. Um, but uh, so Back to the Future signatures is going to feature current players on their former teams. I like that. Kind of like an interesting that. twist. Uh, and select retired players as well as the chicken. Uh, on his current team, though, technically. Panini, you let me down with that. He's supposed to be on his previous team. Uh, looks like Pete Rose has a card in this product. Uh, I don't know. Um, lots of cool signers. I like the designs on these rated rookies. These rated rookies look like Donruss cards. Probably because they're retro. But we've got 1985 retro signatures, Miguel Sano. 1987 retro signatures, Corey Seager. But even the regular rated rookie signatures, like that is reminiscent to me of a 92 or 93 Donruss, the design. So I like, um, I feel like they've been straying away from that a few minutes ago. Um, but Yeah, those uh, rated rookie retro uh, signatures and by minutes, are I mean years. Cool. They're using the Donruss designs from 84, 85, 86, 87, and mercilessly, or mercifully, I should say, skipped 88 and then 89. So, good stuff. Now, a memorable... Sorry, that pregnant pause was for you. product. Our first of three 2016 uh, Leaf autographed football mini helmets. Each box includes one licensed NFL or NCAA football mini signed helmet, either by a Hall of Famer, legend, current star, or young future star. Some of the players included on the checklist include Troy Aikman, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Joe Montana, John Elway, Dan Marino, Emmett Smith, Adrian Peterson, Todd Gurley, Marcus Mariota, Cam Newton. Teddy Bridgewater, Ezekiel Elliott, Mike Ditka, Jerry Rice. You get the point. The product is loaded. Leaf does a great great loaded. job with this. No one's ever disappointed. Uh, they break it by the case. Uh, this is, that's a really affordable way to get in on that product if you're interested in Leaf Autograph Mini Helmets. Uh, so that will be out on the 22nd. A week from tomorrow. Leaf also has another product. And guess what? That same day. Yes, they do. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, fall is coming. That's a Leaf <laughs> joke, because Leaf, Leaf's happening in the fall. Leaf Genesis Hockey, which also comes in the fall. But we're going to preview it in the summer while it's nice and hot. Leaf Genesis Hockey is coming out this week. Now, this is a high-end Leaf product. Eight cards per box, ten boxes per case. Um, so only 80 cards in a case. So that's another breaker, breaker oriented, uh, product, but this pays tribute to the origins of the sport. Hence the name Genesis, Genesis. <laughs> explores hockey from its glorious roots. What about the Genesis project? Um, can you name the movie space Odyssey? No, Star Trek two, right? Um, eight autographed or memorabilia cards in every box. Some of the hockey autograph sets include New Dawn, Signs of Nobility, and Classic Duos. Now, New Dawn features a deep selection of future stars, which we're in, like, the golden age of prospects in hockey right now. Jack Eichel, Nolan Patrick, Joe Valeno, just to name a few. Um, and then Signs of Nobility 
is only the most notable of hockey legends, such as Gordie Howe, Vladislav Tretiak, and I'm young, so I'm going to mispronounce this, and you're going to hate me for it, but I still consider him a hockey hero and a notable legend. Mike Iruzioni. Very good. Iruzioni. That's how you got to say it. It's almost like a French guy. And then, of course, the classic duos feature two classic ho- hockey legends on the same card. Uh, they mentioned Bobby Orr and Pierre Pelot, but hopefully we'll see more. Plus, there's memorabilia sets, and, you know, Leaf always does a fantastic job of trying to make sure that the memorabilia looks good. It doesn't look boring. Classic rivals, tradition, hockey lore, all kinds of crazy stuff. And then autographed memorabilia sets, including jerseys and autographed patches. And I got to give Leaf a quick shout out because um, if you watch the MLB Futures game, you saw a young Cubs prospect that's actually been in their system for almost three years now, or this is going on his third or fourth year. Vogelbach. Um, Eloy Jimenez. <laughs> Vogelbach. What you say? No, not Vogelbach. He's been in their system for right. what, 10 years. He's older <laughs> than my dad. Um but, uh, gosh, oh, man, I've been missing out in the chat room. There's some crazy stuff. So Leaf is the only person, even though Jimenez has been in multiple Bowman products, he has not had an autograph yet. But Leaf got him in, like, three or four different products in 2014. So you can find some Eloy Jimenez Leaf on-card autographs on the internets right now and in products. Um, While well, you can't get them in any other product. Interesting. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. I got the Wrigley going on. So just wanted to point that out while we were talking Leaf. Cool. Oh, gosh, there's been a whole debate about the name of the batting champion and the or the, the new award, and I've, I'm out of it. So I got to jump back in there. So, Rob, you want to pick up the hot in the shot mantle? Are you ready for some football? 2016 Panini Clear Vision football. This product debuted at the National last year. They bumped it up on the release calendar. It will hit retail shelves next Wednesday. Panini Clear Vision Football packs out with 18 boxes a case and two nine-count inners. Six packs per box, three cards per pack. Every box is going to deliver a memorabilia or autograph card numbered to 99 or less. One insert, two parallels, and two rookie cards. Autographs have been doubled from 2015's version for four autographs in every case. This product features as you know acetate people love their acetate cards and so panini delivers featuring the visionary signatures featuring a large trapped acetate autograph of some of the greatest nfl players to play the game including manning elway emmett smith and more find parallels of those gold and emerald uh, the see-through signatures featuring an all-new design and more nfl greats like uh Jerry Rice, Brett Favre, Barry Sanders, and more. It's an all-acetate base set comprised of current and retired players with 30 team variations. 20, or excuse me, look for two rookie cards in every box. 70 different rookie cards, all numbered in three different tiers. 50 players numbered in 990, excuse me, 999. 15 numbered to 399. And five numbered to just 99. So if you are a rookie set collector, this is going to be quite the chase. And one insert in every box, including clear history, NFL greats, and parallels of that insert set in multiple 
colors. Checklist is live today and up on the site. GoGTS.net. Sorry, I'm arguing chicken products. Next up on um, the list, Ivan, 2016 Allen and Gitter Baseball. Oh, oh, I hate you. You gave me the good one oh, and I missed it. it. Go ahead. No, you get to. Okay, I mean, if you want me to. Uh, I think it's funnier, though, when I lose <laughs> things like that because I'm a jamoke and I'm hanging out in the chat room. Uh, some guy saying that Don, he'd, oh, I'd pull a chicken autograph when I want Donaldson. Well, yeah, you sell the chicken autograph and you buy exactly. three Donaldsons because those things go for crazy. Um, rip, flip, and get what you like. Uh, Tops 2016, Allen and Ginter Baseball. What a checklist. Oh, my gosh. If you don't know about this product, well, we will tell you about it. Uh, I just want to jump to the checklist, though. But every box delivers three hits from the following autographs relics, cut signatures, Allen and Ginter originals, book cards, rip cards, in every box, new. Uh, so there's six different types of things that are considered a hit in this product. And you're not guaranteed an autograph, I don't think, um, I, if I'm reading that right. But lots of crazy stuff. This is just a crazy product, a throwback, a tribute product to one of the original tobacco cards. And we've got ancient relics from Rome, including Roman coins. So if you are a Roman coin collector, you might want to rip some of this. If you're a Roman reigns collector, you might want to rip some of this. You can also find autographs from Field of Dreams actor Kevin Costner. I don't think that was the only baseball movie he did, though. I think that he did uh, one that was even better than Field of Dreams called Bull Durham. But each box, 24 packs, 8 cards. Each pack contains 7 regular cards and 1 mini card, which Allen and Ginter is well known for. And of course there's parallel cards, numbers game, full-sized insert cards, mini insert cards, base SPs, 12 of those per box. Uh, so the rip cards are a case hit. There's one per case. And if you aren't familiar with those, it's a full-size card. Well, sometimes it's a mini card, too. Don't they do mini rips? And on the back is a pull tab, and you can choose whether or not you want to pull it and see what was inside, because sometimes inside will be a one-of-one one or an autograph or something crazy. Sometimes inside will be a Yanni Peralta base mini, mini, mini. So taking that risk, are you a gambler? The National, Atlantic City, 2016 nsccshow.com uh so ancient rome relics featuring ancient rome coins kevin costner well, field of dreams autographs non, i guess they mentioned that because these ones are field of dreams i know i'm trying to get there but there's I so know. much this is such a crazy crazy product including framed original 101 buybacks but yes let's talk about the non base non player autographs because there are some baseball ones in here in fact there's one that i am dying for chris bryant can you guess who that is no he would be a baseball one and he may be in there i'm, I'm not even reading the baseball oh. list i'm just going to okay. the non-baseball um, signers list mm, mm, mm. you know that i'm a bit of an attention guy i do like a little attention i like some drama I like seeing excited, passionate fans that aren't afraid to express themselves like on social media. Matt Stone. Matt Stone. I like a guy. I got. I like a guy in a baseball stadium when it's a Cubs World Series game at Wrigley, 
wearing a bright orange jersey right behind home plate because he's a baseball Lawrence fan Lee, and that's Marlin his team. <laughs> yes. They gave that guy That was his that was a good Ginter autograph card, huh? Yep. Yep. Um though if you're a more of a traditionalist, sportscaster Ernie Johnson getting an autograph from this year's set. Very cool. Colin Coward. Jessica Mendoza. Uh, A couple of the ones that, oh, Mike Greenberg and Michelle Steele. Congratulations, Michelle Steele, former host of ESPN's Mint Condition. Hmm, Uh, yeah. Oh, and then what you were saying, your guess, I love this one. Matt Stoney. Hot dog eating champion, Matt Stoney. (laughs) I mean, George Lopez is on here. Tell us tell us in the chat room who would you most like from this checklist from this checklist not just in general I want to hand let us know she's a Notre um, Dame alum yeah and she's awesome oh she's amazing I grew up watching her in the in the era when you didn't even talk about it like for me the way I was raised it was just like yep. she was good at her job and I loved that um Nancy Cheyenne Lieberman Woods. uh yeah the Sklar, Randy Sklar. Susan Sarandon. The Sklar brother, and not all of them, but Randy Sklar, who did the top Ray show. Kinsella. Yeah, which is interesting since they are Dreamed, doing using uh, from, Field yeah, of Dreams, exactly. not uh, that. But, but of course, Agent Lee Steinberg, the basis for Jerry Maguire. Uh, oh, Jason Sklar is in there because it's sorted by first name. So I missed. So both there Sklar brothers are in there. So you got to get both of those if you want to match it up. Yeah. Cord McCoy, rodeo champion. I don't know if that's something huge or something like a throwaway, but maybe that might be something crazy. So. I don't know, but I got to meet him now. We got to get we got to get him. On the stage, that would be an interesting autograph. Get him to the net, or an interesting uh, conversation. I also love the fact that you knew sports that Lee tax man is the guy that was based on the Jerry Maguire character. Oh yeah, everybody assumes that it was that other guy, and it's like no, it was actually Lee Steinberg that changed the game. Uh, who's the Lee other Rosenberg. nut? The the one that everybody sees nowadays. Um, no, no, no. The guy that's still like is always on ESPN at, on draft day and everything. And, uh, the other oh, super agent, the baseball super name. agent that still no, I'm drawing pops everything up. So yeah. that pops next no, that's week okay. we'll as remember. well. Alan and Ginter in shops on Friday, the 22nd, uh, memorabilia product number two of three, 2016 TriStar hidden treasures autographed baseballs series eight. One autographed baseball in every box. Look for new, brand new this year to the product. 24 karat gold. Scott Boris. Thank you, James, our social media guru. Yeah. Oh, duh. Perfect. Scott Boris, yeah. Uh, Lee Steinberg. Yeah, brand new 24 karat gold leather autographed baseballs. I, I'd like to see one of these in person. Also find randomly inserted diamond tickets redeemable for entry into a drawing for the Grand Treasure, a Babe Ruth autographed baseball. Uh, every case features 12 boxes, one autograph ball per case. The case guarantees are three Hall of Famers, eight diamond elite players, and one current MLB star. 
the diamond tickets, as we mentioned, are going to be redeemable. And I'm usually it says that they're going to do this at the national. It didn't say it on the sell sheet this year, so I'm not sure. But that will be um, grand prize for that will be a Babe Ruth autographed baseball. Yeah, really year in and year out, this product delivers and continues to be a collector favorite. So uh, the inclusion of these 24 karat gold baseballs to shake things up a bit. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see. Um, next up this week, we also have a memorabilia loaded product that we talked about last week, but I'm seeing lots of new people in the chat room. So we do got to do some justice here. And if you want the full interview, with the man behind this product. We have it online on our YouTube channel. Uh, his name is Lance Fisher. This is 2016 Onyx Clubhouse Collection Batting Gloves Edition. So we've got a full feature on how he gets those, um, or his whole team, how the company gets them, how they pick players, uh, how they authenticate them. So that's really interesting, but a great, great checklist. Each box, there's three per case, each box contains a pair of game-used batting gloves enclosed in a custom wood box, and most of them, like 90% of them, he said, maybe, or I think he might have said 95%, are autographed, and the few that are not autographed are of great enough players that you don't care. Um, the product checklist includes Mike Trout, Josh Donaldson, Miguel Cabrera, Alex Rodriguez, Jose Abreu, um, I know Ben Zobrist uh, was in there. I saw that on Twitter. There's less than 300 cases in production, so this is a very exclusive product. Oh, <laughs> funny thing. Probably the worst name on the list. Dan Vogelbach is in the product. Go Cubs. But, go Cubs. Um, but lots of prospects, too, because that's one of the things they do is they get the they get the gloves. That's how they got Mike Trout. They happened to know, as a prospect, they took a, a flyer on him and got some really great stuff from him. Andrew McCutcheon, some guy that plays in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, Robinson Caruso? What? Who is that? Is he anybody? Uh, Jorge Polanco. Hey. Uh, lots of great names on there. Uh, some guy named Mike wanted Stanton. To make one I don't know what's up with that. Slight correction. It's even more limited than oh. you said. There's only 100 cases. Less than 300 total batting gloves. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Less than 300 total yeah, batting gloves. So yeah, like you said, super limited. Oh God. <laughs> the chat room just went off the rails. They're talking about the, uh, who they would want autographs of. And of course, once OJ comes up, it just goes downhill, downhill. You're blocked. But yeah, so check out Onyx. Go on our YouTube page too. Uh, Go GTS Live now on YouTube. But if you just type in Go GTS Live, we'll show up in the search results. And watch that interview with Lance Fisher from last week. He was amazing. Can't wait to have him on again because I could just listen to him talk about production for hours. Last but not least, I'm going to close out the Hot in the Shop segment with an entertainment trading card product. I don't know how many of you guys remember the original video games of Zelda, but this is 2016 The Legend of Zelda trading cards from Enterplay. Yes, 12 decal stickers, 12 fun tat tattoo sheets, and one gold foil card in every box, featuring artwork from five different Legend of Zelda games. Ivan, do you, do you remember The Legend of Zelda? Zelda? Okay. 
I do. And this actually, because I know at the beginning of the show we were worried about time, so I didn't want to say it when we were talking about Pokemon Go and Nintendo, but did you see the announcement today that Nintendo did? So, yes, they just had a crazy week of Pokemon Go, and it's still not out in most large Asian countries. I'm not advising you to do anything financial when it comes to their stock. I'm not allowed to do that on the air. But today they announced for, I believe, $60, maybe $65, mini NES. Looks about this big. It's awesome. It's going to be preloaded with 30 classic NES, not Super NES games, NES games, available November 11th, I believe, just in time for Christmas. I hope so much that the very first and the second, because that's actually rare, Zelda games are on there. Um, You know, updated, nice graphics, and you know in a year or two they'll do the SNES one just to, uh, you know, be able to cash cow it um, by rolling them out separate. Um, but it's an, and it's, uh, built like an original NES controller too, just like simple fun. And you know, what struck me about that as we're promoting these legend of Zelda trading cards that do feature artwork from five different legend of Zelda games, which is going to be awesome. But all of those people, my age and a little bit older that have been complaining about this Pokemon go thing. Well, guess what? They just did something to please us because all my friends, I have not had a Facebook post get that much traction in a long time. Um, all my friends, my age and a few years older than me were like, we are getting mini NES. I'm seeing 59 99. So yeah, 60, 60 bucks. Um, yes. So we are going to be excited about that, but perfect segue from (laughs) these legend of Zelda trading cards. Really, really fun product here. Um, we are, uh, now I'm watching the chat to see what you guys are all saying about mini NES. Oh, there's tattoo sheets in these. Gold foil card, gold foil box topper. Um, I can't imagine they're too expensive because they seem aimed at children and, uh, you know, not like there's autographs or anything. So fun, really fun thing to do on the weekend. That's going to wrap up Hot in the Shop for the week of July 18th next week. We'll look at new product releases hitting show so get out there support your lcs and let us know in the chat room what you're picking up next week most looking forward to yeah you know what because i know that um james has been running a twitter poll on mondays when the hot in the shop article for the week comes out we're gonna have to have like three twitter polls this week with all these products it's crazy but i was surprised actually upper deck uh i think it was champs hockey or was a good one beat out uh Alan and Ginter this this week, I guess, you know, maybe just because Twitter, uh, I know Upper Deck might have like retweeted it or liked it or something. So maybe more of their followers saw it. But um, that was surprising to me because Alan and Ginter looks fantastic. Or Tops Tribute, Tops Tribute. I'm all messed up. Switch gears. Got two topics left for you that'll close out the show. And two winners left for you. Why don't we give away a winner right now? We'll give away a winner right now. Can we do that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can. We'll talk about Panini America's trading card index. So, uh, the winner. Oh, gosh, because we had three more people come in, and so I got to pull a new number. Um Oh, and I just saw somebody is 20 years old in the chat room. So he's like, what's an NES? 
Um, only probably doesn't sound like that because he's only 20, so he doesn't sound like a 50-year-old guy that's been collecting for decades. <laughs> like me. Um, okay, so we got a few more entries. Random.org. Let's pull it up. Oh, this is funny because he's been tweeting like mad and arguing in the chat room like mad, and we love it. We love the conversation and what he brings to the table. Chris Jordan. Chris Jordan, you're our next winner. So you get to pick between Yanni Peralta and Zach Granke from the Imports Dragons. Um, oh, by the way, and I saw that he just tweeted something else. So we know he's in there. So you do that. We'll move ahead with the next segment. Um, also, I put in the uh, chat room the email address. If you guys missed it, I'll put it in there again right now. Make sure you email us. Tell us what you won. Because even though I keep track of it and I email it to Rob and Rob keeps track of it, we still get mixed up sometimes. So, um, so yeah, so Chris Jordan, tell us if you want Yanni Peralta or if you want Zach Granke. And then we'll do the last one in like two minutes after we get through these last two segments. Some great segments. I'm really excited. I'm really interested to hear what the well, chat room has to really say about the next one. I think it's something that brings mainstream attention to our hobby by showcasing and placing value ranking two trading cards and presenting it in an index. So, Panini America and the NFLPA trading card index 2016 quarter two. They rolled this out uh, in April uh, for Q1 release, and it takes a look at the top 15 rookies and top 15 veterans and ranks them based on several key factors, including secondary market transactions, overall trading volume, collectability based on on-field performance, and expectations, like rookie hype, collective speculation, buzz, uh, off-field things. So this, and what I'm really excited about is one of the key cards, one of the key cards on that influenced the entire index is one that we pulled uh, from Don Ross Elite this past uh, two weeks ago. And that was the triple head pedals So I'm going to, sorry, Rob, I'm going to pause you for just a second because I'm hearing choppy, choppy, can't hear him. Sounds like he's whispering choppy, choppy. Um, so if you don't mind i don't know why it took me to the panini gold link um but we're going to take just a second get that figured out um and i clicked on the wrong link so it's my fault too uh and this is literally coming from all over the country um i think uh somebody said though they think rob is telling us everybody wins a box of cards is that what you were saying rob no i can hear rob guys so no, don't side with them, Rob. I mean, if you if you have the boxes to give away, never mind. Side with them, by all means. Um, uh, but I just saw Jason jumped in the chat room, too, and said that Panini is doing a great job giving you showing usable data, uh, which I think is interesting here. Because that is the question with this NFLPA trading card index, which just got released uh, this week. Was it uh, Monday, Tuesday? I feel like it might have even just been yesterday. Um, but it includes updated rankings for both rookies and veterans based on post-draft reaction and early buzz from the rookie minicamps, OTAs, um, and these are based on secondary market transactions and trading volume. Now, I don't know, maybe Rob, maybe you can tell me and I can tell them, where do they determine trading volume? 
Was that on their digital platform? How many guys get traded? Or ask that question, but I think it's probably not only digital, but on places like the pit and forums, things of that nature. I'm sure they're keeping a monitoring of various components. We can ask Tracy and get some more specifics on that. I'm surprised to see that Carson Wentz is number one ahead of Jared Goff, considering all the positive buzz around the Rams. Like, I've been seeing a few analysts say the Rams are going to sneak into the playoffs this year with Jared Goff at the helm. He's actually and he's number two on there, um, which surprises me. His debut ranking at number four. That's ridiculous. You guys are all backwards. But Dak Prescott, who we pulled a ridiculous hit of a few weeks ago and gave away, another reason to tune into the show, is at number 13. He cracked the list, so that's exciting for the rookies. Joey Bosa's at only number 10. Uh, he'll be lower once people start to hear him talk more. Uh, but the veterans is fun because there's some PC guys on there. Who do you guys collect? Um, and it's weird. I, I've always felt like veterans should be like a few years, not like next year. So obviously Mariota and Winston are three and four because they're still hot. Like people think of them as like prospects, um, but Tom Brady number one despite his four years out, uh, four games out of the league. But Andrew Luck number two, that's my guy, and my other guy Blake Bortles at number fourteen. But Derek Carr, I mean seven spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. But also keep in mind this is for the last quarter, so this is. April to June, it's not necessarily July, it's April to June, so someone like Andrew Luck, who had a really bad season last year, was probably at his lowest between January and March, you know, because there's still that residual carryover, um, so you would expect him to be a little lower there, I, I don't know, see, I thought this was the dumbest idea on earth when it first came out, now here I am obsessing over it and analyzing it, and like, why is Derek Carr higher than Blake Bortles, that's wrong, how did Luke Kuechly, uh, Keekly make the list but that's awesome. Defensive player making the list at number 15. Well, I'm getting way too obsessed with this. One of the things that the index is supposed to do is create uh, awareness, uh, a little controversy, a little debate, and the fact that it's publicized by the PA and the mainstream press picks it up just brings attention to the hobby. And I think that's the whole point of this and what makes it such a is it going to be released quarterly? But the next versions are coming out in uh, early November and early January. The early January one is going to capture uh, the season performance. So you're going to get fourth quarter results in two different special editions of a lot of time and lots of products. So it'll be interesting to see how things shake up field performance once the season starts. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like I said, I literally thought this was the dumbest idea three months ago, and now here I am just no, like, ooh. I saw the brilliance of it right away, and I, I emailed Jason Howard, the uh, VP of Marketing at Panini, and I was like, brilliant. It's like, yeah, it's something we, we wanted to do, but we, you know, we're waiting a little bit. So, but 
That's why I was wondering, because we had a guy named Jason pop in to the chat room, and he was providing, or is providing, some great information on it, too. But then it got to the point where I was like, Jason, do you work for Panini? Because <laughs> he's, he's really filling us in on where the indexes come from. So, so make sure you're in the chat room if you're watching uh, and find out about that. Plus, that's your only chance to win the prizes. Right. You don't that's jump out of the chat later. Give away the last figure. The decision made by a forty product that was released Rob, I, I don't want to cut you off again. I got five people saying they still can't hear a thing you're saying. They're telling me to finish the show myself, which is a horrible, horrible idea. But, um, yeah, so I will tie. Uh, Rob, do you, do you know sign language? Morse code. Morse code. All right. Well, so what we want to talk about is a new brand coming to the NCAA. Um, Rob, you might have to plug this uh multi-sport now oh they shifted it from from multi-sport to football only right that's the story here i got the story i got it for once of course you guys are making me talk about the one thing i don't know about which is 2016 panini black gold collegiate football cards so they've shifted this product they've seen what was working you know a lot of people had some some stories about this was working this wasn't working this was working they liked this and they've used their college license to uh, introduce a new product, Panini Black Gold Collegiate Football Cards, which is a really, really fun, fun product because every box has two packs, five cards, but three to four autograph cards, including at least two on-card, as well as two to three memorabilia cards, two collegiate or rated rookie manufactured metal logo cards, awesome. numbered to 199 yeah, guys, tell us in the chat room if you can hear him now, because uh, but he just said those are going to be awesome. Did you guys hear him say that? Um, so, yeah, uh, it'll take 30 minutes for them to tell us that. Uh, but let us know if you can hear him, but these are going to be awesome, and this product is loaded with case hits. So every case has Carson Wentz, or they're saying you're choppy. It's now you're loud, but you're choppy. Um, gosh, we love him, but we miss him already. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I gotta I gotta push black gold all over you because it is pretty cool. This one, if you like collecting college, um, every case will have an on-card autograph of Jared Goff or Carson Wentz, numbered to 99 or less. So that also tells you how scarce the product is. 
That means that there's 198 cases of this product, if I'm doing my math right, which I'm not known for, but I'm trying. Um, also, every case will feature an on-card autograph of Ezekiel Elliott or Derrick Henry, numbered to 99 or less. Two on-card autographs of Braxton Miller, Corey Coleman, Dak Prescott, Joey Bosa, Laquan Treadwell, or Paxton Lynch, numbered to 99 or less. And two on-card autographs of CJ Procisi, Christian Hackenberg, Cody Kessler, and lots of other good prospects there. But so they're they're pretty much setting the standard for a high-end checklist and very specific guarantees of quantities, which I think is very interesting. And, of course, there's guys like, oh, I don't know, Andrew Luck in the product. Can't go wrong with that. Um, guys like, oh, Tom Brady in the product. Um, can't go wrong with that. Um, lots of cool-looking cards here. John Elway autographed jersey card from Stanford. It's one of the few college cards I might actually want. That's a good-looking one. So lots of lots of highlights in this product, as well as additional on-card signature hits from Eric Dickerson, Marcus Allen, Richard Sherman. So, so guys, I don't know if uh, Rob's back yet. He keeps talking in my ear. But I have one more figurine, uh, and we are going to get Rob a landline, and we will maybe talk about that GoGTS Live Fantasy Football League that some of you dropped in the chat room. We'll uh, we'll maybe give that a little talk next time. Um, but uh, we have a giveaway to give. It is the Johnny Peralta autograph. Not autograph. Johnny Peralta figurine. I think. Actually, I might have missed it. Chris, did you pick uh, Peralta or Granky? Type that again while I announce the winner. Uh, and the winner is simple. So I told you there was two ways to enter. If you were watching the show at the beginning, you knew. If you came into the show late just because you saw the tweets, you missed the first way to enter, which was by retweeting. So that's how we have a second-time winner. Uh, Cody Cardinal. He not only posted his name in the chat room, but he also retweeted and the number came up in the 40s which went to the retweets and it was his number so thank you cody for entering both ways you win so add into your uh thing that you won both uh, i'm still trying to figure out who chris jordan wanted to win but chris jordan email us if it was i'm assuming it was granky might have been molina peralta molina peralta doesn't matter uh we're gonna wrap it up here thank you for watching go gts live um thank you for tuning in to catch our amazing guests and thank them george nadu of uh cryptozoic check them out at san diego comic-con and then again at the national and mike of mike stadium club uh mike stadium cards in colorado check him out if you're not going to the national uh and yeah, that that'll be it. And next week uh, we've got. I know we're gonna have a, actually, I believe, a bench warmer on the show next week. So that'll be an interesting guest to tune in for on our video podcast, the hobby's only video web show. Uh, and so that's one of the fun things that we can bring you here. And in the meantime, check us out on YouTube, Go GTS Live now, as well as GTS Distribution for amazing product videos, which Silent Rob edits uh, and puts together. Um, also, check us out on Facebook and on Twitter, and uh, the one other place, gogts.net. We're going to have articles all week long. Uh, like I, we said at the top of the show, today's Pokemon Go. How can your hobby shop utilize Pokemon Go to increase sales? Even if you don't own a hobby shop, that's great information that you can take to them so that they continue to thrive and you continue to have that place to socialize in addition to our chat room. So 
everyone. Rob, do you have any parting silent words? All right. Good night, Rob.